It's time for PG Spoilers at ProvenGamer.com. This show is raw and unedited and contains spoilers. So if you're a little bitch, turn it off now. Enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of PG Spoilers. That's right. Woo-hoo! You're not hearing things. You're not crazy. We've actually recorded another PG Spoilers. Well, recorded and released, I should say, because we've recorded a few and uh, lost them. Uh, I'm looking. At I've only lost Nick. one. I've only lost one. And, and it but, may have been the best episode so, of any show that we've ever done. I was going to say, it just so happens it was the best one we've ever done. And, and technically, I didn't lose it. The audio got fucked up. Well, so I didn't got, physically got lose it. It got fucked up while you were editing it? No. It got all garbled up. But it's either neither it's neither here nor there because we have adjusted our recording styles to allow that never to happen again. Mm. Well, whatever you say. Uh, but, you know, we, we lament that show quite often. But hopefully we've got another good one here for our listeners. I'm going to warn everyone there is no Donnie. So you you gotta adjust your your expectations based on that. But we've got a really good topic here, and we still have three of the four horsemen here with me. Uh, Tricky Mick is here with us. Yes, uh, and for our listeners, just a reminder: this show is uncensored and unedited. So <laughs> don't let you, your three-year-old listen to it. Yeah, whatever. You, we we're not gonna hold back on our feelings. So. Just uh, be cautious. Well, wait, I don't know do which we... three-year-old would want to listen to us ramble anyway. Yes, and and of course, uh, you have heard him already. It's I yield to no one. Ah, uh, you know what? I'm glad I'm glad to be doing a podcast today because, uh, like we were talking before we recorded, it's been a long week. Well, that's what alcohol is for. Yes, sweet, sweet. Or if alcohol. you're or if you're tricky, Mick, a a carton of cigarettes. Hey, I'm 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 actually down on my cigarette smoking since uh, my hospital visit. Well, that's good. Let me know when you get down to zero a day. Um, I'm working on it, sir. I am currently working on that. All right. Well, we all are crossing our fingers for you and rooting for you in that. But that's one battle of a kind. And today on the show, we've got a battle of another kind. And we're pitting. You know, normally people like to pit Microsoft against Sony. And, you know, maybe make vague references to Nintendo because, well, most people say see it today as a two-horse race. But now we're pitting Sony against Sony. Uh, the PlayStation 2 versus the PlayStation 3. And I was the one who brought this topic to the table. And I, I thought to myself one night, you know, when I think of great video game consoles, uh, you know, when we, we're talking games. You know, usually when you think of a great video game console, you know, it may be have great capabilities itself, it may the hardware itself may be very solid. But what, you, what makes a, a console really shines the games, the games library, the software. And growing up, you know, the, the Super Nintendo ha- had a great games lineup, but when the PlayStation 2 came out, and even in the years after that, even when the PlayStation 3 was, was still the top dog, everyone talked about how the PlayStation 2, or not everyone I should say, but a lot of people talked about how great the lineup for the PS2 was, and it possibly is the best video game console lineup ever. Tricky Yield, did you all ever say that? Did you all ever think that? Uh, me personally, uh, the PlayStation 2, I think... See, it, this this whole topic is going to be... It's going to tear me both both ways because the PlayStation 2 to me was that P2 
pivotal mark in gaming history where we went from, okay, these games are kind of kiddie to we have more adult-oriented games now. Well, you can thank Grand Theft Auto 3 for that. Absolutely. And then you when you go to the PlayStation 3 era, you had that big jump in graphics and sound and capabilities that allowed more immersive gameplay and more storytelling and whatnot. And it's just – it's one of those things that's like which is more uh, – which, which was the better – jump in technology at that point i think the ps2 is probably the better jump from the playstation one because that's when you started to get graphics that looked better because i remember when i went and saw the dreamcast at a GameStop, i was like whoa those graphics look real now if you go back to the ps2 these days and you see some of the graphics like i was playing the original god of war the hd collection on my playstation 3 and you can see some moments in that game where you look at the graphics, particularly one of the moments was, for instance, the centaurs in that game. You look at that and you're like, that looks rough. So even if you go back to the PS2 after having played play games like Uncharted, you'll see some games on the PS2, even highly critically, highly ranked, critically acclaimed games, and you'll see them and you'll be like, wow, this doesn't look as good as I remember it does. Now, if you go back to the PlayStation, you'll see, again, that there's a huge improvement to the PS2. But – and you know, you made a statement, Tricky, where you said that the PlayStation 2 is where we started to get more adult games, and I think you've got a good point there. Now, there were other games like, say, Twisted Metal and Twisted Metal 2, which were on the PlayStation, the original PlayStation. But when you see play Twisted Metal Black on the PlayStation 3, they kick it up a few notches. Um, on the PlayStation 3, the stories are better, and you've got like – more, you've got harsher, more raw stories like Mr. Grimm's story in the PlayStation 3 talks about cannibalism. So even you see it in play, in, in exa- like the evolution of that series, the way it kind of grew, like it goes from more cartoony, uh, where the twi- where Twisted Metal and Twisted Metal 2 were concerned, where it gets raw and dark and grim. In yeah, Twisted well, Metal I mean, Black. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, and I, I'm I might be 100% wrong with this because I didn't pick up the Grand Theft Auto series until three. But wasn't Grand Theft One and Two on the PlayStation One, and it was the top-down versions of the game? Yeah. Uh, three was the f- first one. Three was the first one where we actually got into third person, right? Yeah, yes. I, I was the same. Well, actually, no. You could you could actually you could get out of the cars in, in the other in the original Grand Theft Autos, but you're just like a. Uh, you're a smaller top, character. It's still top down, so top you down. so you don't have the same view as you do in Grand Theft Auto. It's not. It wasn't like oh, it it was the landmark game in the series. Even though it may not be the the highest rated, it's the landmark game in the series that changed everything. Yeah, I, I did not. I was right. the same way, Tricky. I did not pick up Grand Theft Auto. Never heard of it until three. I don't know if it was on PS one or not. I heard that it was a PC game. So that yeah, I, it's. Well, well, I mean, you, we talk – yes, there is a, a jump from the PlayStation 2 to the PlayStation 3 because at the end of the PlayStation 3 era, you know, we have people saying, you know, how much better can graphics get as the PlayStation 4 comes, comes out? You know, at, at some point, can our eyes really see the difference in the, in the, in the graphical fidelity? I, I think that when I, when I thought about the PS3 when I was thinking about this question, I thought about how many games from the PlayStation 2 that I still have – and how many games from the PlayStation 3 that I still have. 
and it's far more like if, if they were on seesaws, it's far more in favor of the PlayStation Three. Now, some of those games, like the God of War collection and the Sly Cooper collection, I got my I, I got rid of my original copies for the PlayStation Two because I bought the collections with all the games on one disc. So that is a, a big difference there. But even with those games, my game collection for the PlayStation Three, the games that I don't want to sell, the games that I want to keep for as long as I can. The, the list is bigger for the PlayStation 3. And when I think about the best games I've ever played, the games on the PlayStation 3 rank... The best games on the PlayStation 3 are my favorite games, rank above the ones on the PS2 that I really liked. Well, see, when, when you first when you and, first gave us this topic, and, and you know, for our listeners, uh, Alex did up a, a list of games, kind of like the, the top games for each system so far. I was, I was looking over the list, and the first thing in my mind was, well, the PS2 has... Had the better collection because of of the Grand Theft Autos. You know, you've you've got three Vice and San Andreas, and and there are other good games sprinkled in. But to me, you know, that was it. And and I was like, because those were the the good exclusives. And I'm like, well, wait. Then I got thinking, well, wait, exclusives. Well, no, PlayStation Three has more of the. It, well, I shouldn't say necessarily exclusives, but I mean, from the three, they have more of the exclusives. The, the games that really, like Alex was saying, that you want to play. You don't want to trade this game in because it was it was so good. Alright, well, you just referenced Alex's email, and I don't want to name all the games on the PS2 or the PS3, but Alex did his research, and he the, the games he gave us was the games that Scored above 90, 90 on Metacritic. They now, were, it, was, it was games that were rated ninety or above on Metacritic. And of course, oh yeah, okay. Metacritic is is they accumulate scores from all over the place. It's an and they average site. all the and they average all of them. Yes, and 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 before you go any further, tricky the on that criteria alone, there were fifty eight PS two games that were rated ninety or above, and forty eight PS three games that were rated ninety above. Now, the thing I have to point out. Is that what there are some you know things that would affect these scores like one being there are probably more people rating games today than there were for the PS2. So there's more opinions which can kind of change. I, I well maybe not a great degree, but there might you know if you've got a game on the cusp of 89, you know maybe having more reviewers helps the game or hurts the game. And you've also got the fact that the PS3 is still a pretty viable console. So while they may not eventually hit 58, they could possibly get a few more games ranked 90 or above. Okay. Well, I what I was going to say is I, I was also going to mention how many PS2 and PS3 games, but also uh, I don't know if you have the email in front of you, but I do. You all you also said that fewer sports games rated a 90 or above on the PS3. Yeah, there were Three. more there were more sports games on the PS2 list. In fact, the highest rated game on the PS2 is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3. And three Naughty Dog games scored above 90 on PS3, while only one Naughty Dog game scored above 90 on the PS2. Yep. All three God of War games individually scored above 90, and not even Uncharted, Jax or Daxter, or Ratchet & Clank can say that. And having two PS, uh, PS2 games that score above 90, Guitar Hero didn't rank on the PS3 list at all, while Rock Band had three PS games score all above 90 or above. Rock Band had three PS3 games score above right. 90 or above. Did I say PS2? You said, no, yeah, you just said you PS. Said you didn't PS. say three. So while okay. Guitar, Guitar Hero kind of dominated PS2 as it came out 
towards the end of the PlayStation 2's life cycle, on the on the PS3, after Rock Band came out, that was the far well, better reviewed game. But but to, to to kind of to help uh, remind our listeners, when Guitar Hero came out, <coughs> that was Red Octane and Harmonix working together. Once they split, and Harmonix went off, start developing Rock Band for the PlayStation Three. The last few games for Guitar Hero weren't all that good, especially when they started letting the Tony Hawk developers do their thing to it. And then that's why that. Well, and, and then Harmonix came out with with Rock Band. Guitar Hero came out with Guitar Hero, and you could there was no comparison. You could tell that Harmonix knew what they were doing, and that's why the Guitar Hero franchise started to die at the end of PlayStation 2 when when they split. Well, wasn't Rock Band 1 on the PS2? No. No. No, no it was not. Rock, Rock the original Band, Rock Band was original, not on PS2? The original Rock Band, Rock Band came out when Guitar Hero 3 did. Yeah, Rock Guitar Band Hero 1, 3 was the first Guitar Hero on PlayStation 3. Yeah, Rock Band came out okay. a few months after Guitar Hero 3 did, and I think it was about a year after the PlayStation launched. So here's here's another point that yield um, that supports his what he was kind of you know saying, but he didn't quite say it. Is that when by the time Rock Band came around, Guitar Hero Three was on its third game. So Rock Band, when the PlayStation Three came around, was newer, which attracted a lot of attention to it. And like you said, Harmonix had moved from Guitar Hero to Rock Band. So well, that, and and Rock Band was also at that time was the only game offering full band support while Guitar Hero was still focusing on, on the guitar and it took them it took them another two games before they went full band with World Tour. Possibly, yes. I and the one other thing that I want to say off your email, Alex, is uh Grand Theft Auto three, San Andreas and Vice City were all in the top five rated games for the PS two, while GTA four and GTA five were the top two rated games for the PS3. Which shows the quality of, of GTA, starting right. with GTA 3. And, and while you're, you're reading off these little stats that I accumulated, let me let me take the last three. You have zero superhero games on the PS2 list, while on the PS3 you obviously have Batman Arkham City and Batman Arkham Asylum. And then with uh, there are zero racing games on the PS3 list, but you have Gran Turismo 3 and two burnout games on the PS2 list. And another big game series. There are no Final Fantasy games on the PlayStation 3 list that scored nine. Obviously, it scored 90 or above on Metacritic. But there are two Final Fantasies on the PlayStation 2 list, and that'd be Final Fantasy 12 and Final Fantasy 10. So, just a few interesting facts. And and we talked about how you know God of War had scored so well. All the God of War games, the main ones at least, uh, one, two, and three, had scored above all of them. Scored above 90. Uh, Ratchet and Clank uh, J- and Sly Cooper were two games, two game series that are very close to my heart. As well, and you know, we know Donnie loves them too. Those I two like games, them. you know, were okay. Well, Yield likes them too. <laughs> and it's one of those those games that show that games can be for adults, enjoyed by adults and by by children, by younger audiences. But those two series specifically, along with Jack and Daxter, kind of had their heydays. On the PlayStation 2, most people would probably say that Up Your Arsenal, Going Commando, and Slide 2 Band Thieves are the best games in those series, or, you know, uh, at the top of those series. But for me, I think that even even though 
you know, they were going into their second console generation and getting kind of a little bit older, showing their age when compared to some newer IPs. I think that Sly, Sly Cooper Band, or Thieves in Time, which was the fourth game in that series, as well as Ratchet and Clank, A Crack in Time, were the best games of either of those series. They're my favorites. And they're the ones that I remember most fondly, as much as I love Sly 2 and, and Ratchet and Clank Up Your Arsenal. I think Sly 4 and Ratchet and Clank, A Crack in Time, which were on the PlayStation 3, are better than any other game in that series, even though they had their most known for building up the PlayStation 2's library. See, I'm... And, see, and, and I want to point... I, I want to point out something here, and and it, it's not a. I mean, this is just the way I feel, and I'm pretty sure uh, you guys would agree with me. I mean, we're we we just went over, you know, games that scored above 90 on Metacritic. Uh, it's, to me, it's that just because a game scores, uh, you know, the PS3 or the PS2 has higher uh, a number of games that scored above 90 on Metacritic, that to me doesn't really determine whether or not it had a better library. Because, you know, well, games, that, thing, though, games you that I find fun may not have scored as high, but they were still fun as hell. Well, here's – okay. Well, here's the thing. I mean, maybe we need to see how many games score above, you know, 80, 80 or above and count those. I mean, you have a point there, but if you're going to sit here and say that, you know, that doesn't necessarily determine – you know what a game, which game's library is better when it's actual like numerical data based, yes, on people's opinions. But then we're going. I mean, maybe in a way we're using uh, all subjective means to come to an answer to this question. And in the end, it's going to be subjective anyway because anyone who thinks that you know whichever console library library you think is better is going to be based on your opinion. So there's you know maybe there's no hard facts way. It's not like a math equation. You can't figure it out that way. It's going to be based on everyone's opinion. But I figure that we can at least come to a consistent consensus or maybe, you know, we can say, you know, you two like the PS2 library better and I like the PS3 library better. So at least on this show, there's more of an advantage for the PS2. Well, I well, see that's that I started. Uh, I'm sorry, you'll get ahead. I keep cutting you well, off. No, I was, I was, you know, I, like I said, I, at first I was thinking the PS2 and then I, I, I'm thinking, you know, the PS3 because of all the of all the kind of the exclusives and stuff. But I was just sitting here looking at the list where you guys were talking. And it's it's either it's either my change of gaming or gaming changed it, it its way to what I play. I'm sitting here. I'm looking at Alex's list of of, of you know the, the the rated 90 or above for Metacritic games, and I'm looking at them and I'm going, all right, what games do I own or played? And of the PS2 era, I count one, two, three, four. Mm, I might have had that one five, six. There was seven. Seven games of of the 90 that I played. On the PS3, we're looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I played that one, so that's eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 13, 14, 15, You know, for, you know it probably 17. would have been best to count these while you, while you were. I, while well, you were I, 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 I did. I did. But then I started talking and I forgot. There's well over 20, probably over 20 of the 48 games that are 90 or above that I own. Well, I own probably 19 of them. I played Portal 2. So, I mean. But do you, but do you think that with the, because of, see, and, and, you know, I, play, I always play Devil's Advocate on Trophy Horse, but. See, when you were saying this, the the thought that went through my head is maybe you owned more PS3 games because you were 
more in a situation to buy games for the PS3 than you were in the PS2 era? Well, and that's why you have more games. That I don't know. I I think my PS2 library is probably as as big as my PS3 library. I I I always tended to go with the games that interest me. So that's why I said I don't know if if my gaming habits changed or they just started making more games that was in my wheelhouse and everybody's like, yeah, I want those games or I like those games. Because I always tended to go with the oddball game that, ooh, this is cool, you know, because, I mean, like, 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 Ico. There's a friend of mine loves those type of games, and he tried to get me to play it. And I'm just like, eh, whatever, you know, let me go kill something or, you know, run something over. See, I also find it interesting that, you know, and we give – we, we, uh, you know, we give a lot of shit to ports and remakes on Trophy Horse all the time, but it, it's kind of ironic just because your latest Platinum was a PS2 game that was remade. Yes. So, you know, at the, at the same token, you played it on the PS3, but technically that was a PS2 game. Yes. I, I have, and, and I, and I, and I find it that I, I find it a little strange. Well, not strange, but I find it a little ironic that a lot of games that people are playing on their PS3 came from the PS2 era. Well, I, I miss the Ratchet and Clank, the Jackson Dexters, and the Sly games on the PS2. And a lot of that probably was because I was in my early, mid-20s when, when that was going on. And to me, when those games came out, those felt kiddie to me. And I'm, I'm above that at this time, but I've talked to, you know, I've, I, I, I podcast now I'm on more, you know, I was on, you know, sarcastic gamer, you know, on the webs, on the forums quite a bit. And you, you heard a lot of people say how good those games were and how fondly that they, that they were of those. And then tricky you and I, and well, and Alex, we were playing, uh, the all for one that we got free for plus. I played that Ratchet and Clank and loved the the interaction with the characters and loved the writing that I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should go back and give the other games a try because these this is really good. So and everybody says how good the old games are, maybe I missed out. So I've gone back to play those since they're now an H D remake and I was right. I I missed out. The whole thing of oh that was too kiddy, I'm above that, I was wrong. Because, I mean, look, I, I play the Lego games because I enjoy the humor. Even though they are marketed for kids, they got a lot of a lot of platforming and collectibles, if you're in the collectathon or whatever, that intrigues adults enough. It, they, they, got, they make a good balance of, here, you can let your six-year-old son play it, but it's still intriguing enough for dad to play. So at this point, I kind of want to make a point, and you guys talk, and, and Tricky talked about how some people who had played games on the PS3 that came out for the PS2 first, and for any, you know, there was the Metal Gear Solid collection that actually ranked, scored ninety above ninety on the PS3. Any collection that any game like a collection like that or God of War that may have scored well on the PS3 that it started on the PS2, I didn't add that in the PS3 total. So the list okay. of the PS3 games right now is just completely games that were first released for the PlayStation 3. And and that's and I think that's fair to do. I agree with you doing that. And one of the things that the PS3 brought about when you can you know download games straight from a store and kind of cut out GameStop and that such is you see more indie games. You see a better mix of game types. 
So you have your Uncharted 2s and your Batman Arkham City, your Little Big Planet, and your Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption. And then you also have your your Limbo and your Journey and your Walking Dead. And there's one more that I wanted to mention. Where is it? Gah. I'm looking through the list right now to help you. <laughs> Braid, okay. And there was your Braids. There all, it is. All, all eight of those games scored above 90 on, on Metacritic. And you've got those games too. So you get you get a a more a wider array of games. I would say you've got small, smaller games making their way into the list, as well as the bigger giant uh, AAA games that are marketed so heavily and spent so much money on. And that's something the PS3 and Xbox 360 brought about because it allowed people to put games in the store, and then people could could download straight to their consoles without leaving their house. And, you know, that's that's got to be another factor, too. I mean, I, I guess we're getting into, like, we're getting into hardware more than software at that point. But I, I think that with the PS3, you see them, you know, embracing the AAA games, but also embracing the indie games, which is what allowed, which kind of separated them from the PlayStation, or from the Xbox 360. You know, Xbox 360, everyone talked about how, oh, you know, we can, our infrastructure for online is so much better. And it was. But... You've got Sony saying, okay, well, we've got all these great exclusives, and we've also got these indie games that we're going to show you. And it started out with, like, Castle Crashers and Braid, which started out as exclusives on the Xbox 360. It looked like they were going to be the ones to push the indie games, and by the end of the, the generation, we've seen that the PlayStation 3 is the one that's actually doing that, and they've turned it around, and they made it far easier for people to publish on their system. Yeah. All right. I mean, I, see, I, I, I'm, I'm this whole time we've been talking i've been going back and forth which one would i i think and i i don't i can't come up with an answer so it, like the one thing here's another thing i love about the ps3 and it goes along that line of the indies you know there's a game like outland which is very old school at heart it's side scrolling it's you know it's uh side side scrolling it's basically a 2d a game in a 2d environment and then you've got like it harkens back to the old days, like, and you've got then like Mega Man 10 and Mega Man 9, which are new games for the PlayStation 3 and even the Wii and the Xbox 360. Yet they harken back, are exactly like the games that were on the Nintendo. So you've got old school, and then you've got new school. And I love how they have managed to marry those things and create this fantastic lineup for the PS3. When I look at the PS3's lineup, and you know, like the new games. There is not a single game for the PlayStation 2, and, and I like God of War and God of War 2, Ratchet and Clank, Up Your Arsenal, Okami, Psychonauts, Shadow of the Colossus is probably my favorite PlayStation 2 game of all time, They and, and Sly 2, Band of Thieves. None of those games I would put above The Last of Us and Bioshock Infinite, and I might put them above Arkham City, but to be close. But the thing with the PS3 is... There, those games, it's, it's when we start seeing games, you know, Tricky talked about PS2 games being more for adults, and it's we, where we see games get a little bit more dark and more grim. The PlayStation 3 is where we start seeing games become like books, and like movies, and like stories. And for me, that's a big leap in, in making video gaming more acceptable for people. You know, it's, it's not... It's, it's about the fun that you have playing games, but it's also about the stories and the characters and the fact that they can do mocap and you've got like Ellen Page and Willem Dafoe, you know, acting, basically acting in for these games. It's, for me, it's, it's bringing 
the medium into it, it's progressing the medium more than simply graphics. It's doing it in a way it's a cultural progression. Because I think that I'll ask people, it's like, what's the difference in sitting on a couch and reading a book, and sitting on a couch and reading a uh, and playing a video game? Now, obviously, if you play the video game for eight straight hours and you read the book for two hours, that's kind of a difference there. But if, on the, on the same level, if you're both playing, if you're playing both for a game for an hour or reading a book for an hour, or you say watching a movie for an hour, what's the difference? Because you're still connecting with characters, and you're still basically following a story. And I think that's what the PS3 generation brought about, because you didn't have that during the PS2. You had stories, okay, but it wasn't as real as it is for the PS3, like for instance with Uncharted 2. At the end of that game, when, you know, uh, spoiler if you've never played it, but, you know, they'll skip a little ahead, I'd say about 20 seconds. Well, this is... This my, is an uncensored show, so no, well, we, they know. When I thought that Elena had passed, had died, I was torn up. I I felt like my mood just dropped, and it's I've never felt that way. Yeah, some people felt that way with Final Fantasy VII on PlayStation, the original PlayStation, but no game has ever made me feel like that until the PlayStation Three era. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking you know the story of The Last of Us, how torn people got with that too. You know, I didn't get. Oh, it. I, didn't I mean, get like a, I've got a. I, I didn't get as torn. I've got a coworker. Go ahead. Well, you let me. I'll, I'll let you. Sorry about that. Um, I've got you'll, a coworker. Hold on a second. Uh, you, just our listeners, yields on a little bit of a delay. That's why we seem to talk over each other because we say something and like three seconds later he hears it. So that's why the back and forth like that is. We can also take that out, like in editing, like take out the times that we clash by like this, just silencing this that little. This okay. is an unedited show, sir. So here's the thing. Um, I've got a coworker now who's actually a father, you know, like like Tricky, and he's playing through The Last of Us now. He just got done with Bioshock Infinite, and he, he's playing The Last of Us now. And as a father, I told him before – I prepared him. It's like, dude, as a father, that game affected me, but as a, as a dad, that – especially to a little girl, that will have a huge impact on you. Like it you'll, does. You'll feel some stuff, and I think that a, a parent – Will not as it won't be. I, I think the it, it'll be more real. I, I think it'll hit closer to home um, for for a parent. And he's telling me, you know, we had a discussion the other day and asked me, you know, how's the game going? And he's really enjoying it. He's progress. He, you know, he he mentioned that scene and you know and how hard it was. And you know, he's he's really enjoying the game. But you know, The Last of Us is one of those emotional roller coasters that you, you're there to play the you're playing the game and you're enjoying it. But what you, what really, at the end of it, what you'll really talk to people about is the story and the ending and the characters. Like, that is what brings it all together for you. Because if that were a movie, I'd watch it. You know, it, it being a game and it being interact, interactive, it, it, it you know, it, it's a fun game. But it's the story. And that's something that you, you would get nothing like that. You never got anything like that on the PS2. I don't think he could have. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, there was the old the old term in PlayStation 2, or like, in, not in the PlayStation 2 era, but like for years there was the Uncanny Valley where human beings looked so weird and like they were just monsters. And, you know, you still get that a little bit. But nowadays, like when they can actually mocap people and you see like Jody Holmes, who's played by Ellen Page in... Uh, 
Beyond. Beyond. They, I mean, it's Beyond. it's unreal now. And they, yeah, and, yeah, and, and yeah, let's let's let Yield finish what he was going to say because we kind of hijacked him there. He was getting ready to talk about The Last of Us, but. I didn't have the same, the, 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 the same, the, I, I'm there, I'm loading stuff, so I'm behind, and my PlayStation's downloading the rest of the pre-sequel. Um, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get the emotional tug that, that everybody else seemed to get with The Last of Us. I mean, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the game, it, it was very, you know, very well written. But what, what I was gonna say about Alex, about what you said when, when Elena, you know, when, uh, Flynn blows the grenade up. And I was just like, whoa, they just killed her off. And then all of a sudden, she's alive. I was just like, I don't know, maybe it's just me and, and how I watch a movie or play video games. But I was like, oh, no, she should totally be dead. That There's no one, no one survives a grenade shot that close. I mean, I, ha- I, was, I was happy. I, I was happy that she lived. Don't get me wrong. But then my realism kicks in and goes, oh, that's so fake because she'd be dead. Well, there. I mean, even in in real life, you think of people who can survive r- extraordinary circumstances, like people falling from from high high heights. I'm not talking about like falling off like the CN Tower in Toronto, Canada, but you know, and people who survive plane crashes. You know, it doesn't happen, you know, particularly often, but it has happened. So, you know, I, I'm not saying that she should have survived, but you know, people have survived some pretty crazy shit. People, somebody survived uh, going parachuting when the chute didn't open. Yeah, so falling from great heights. And the the thing about Uncharted was it wasn't just when Elena, when everyone thought Elena had died in, in Uncharted 3. I, I, by the way, when I was still writing for Sarcastic Gamer, I wrote an article about them almost killing Elena. And I actually kept it because it's one of my favorite articles. I don't think you can go read it now, but um, I, could, I could post it sometime if you guys want. But... When when everyone thought Sully was going to go in Uncharted Three, like a lot of people were upset about that. I was pissed. So it wasn't was just pissed. Elena; it was Sully too. And any really, I think if it would it were Drake, Sully, and Elena, I think that would have affected people greatly. Um, maybe varying amounts for each character, but I think you know those are the three characters that it would that tugged at everyone's heartstrings. Anyone else, I, you know, I think that what was the the girl's name and. In the second, in the second one, the other, the sex pot, I should say. Oh, Chloe. Uh, Chloe. Chloe. If she, people might have been upset about that, but not as upset as if it were Sully, Elena, or Drake. Well, I think that's because we got attached to the characters. What I mean, people, wait, what, what, I, what did everybody see? Think the thing he, is, in the what did everybody think when Eddie died? I didn't care. Didn't care. Well, I mean, he was one of the bad guys. Are you kidding me? Oh my gosh. I was I was upset you, when when uh when they killed off Eddie. Only why? Because of the because he was a bad guy, but you could tell that him and Drake had a history, and and it was one of those they hated each other, but but they were willing to to work together if if, if needed be because it, it it showed right there right right before they killed off Eddie. Well, did you feel the same way about Flynn? No, I hated Flynn. Or what about Lazar? What about what about Lazarevich? Lazarevich was just a was just a bad guy out for himself. 
Yeah, I mean, when I, when I, you know, um, when that happened, that key scene happened where Liz Harvish was almost responsible for Elena's death, I was sad at first, and then I was pissed. I'm like, I'm, I'm taking this motherfucker out. He's going down. I went in there with my war song playing in my head. I had my fists up, and I was ready to fucking fight him. I didn't care if I had to fucking bare knuckle brawl him. I didn't care if we were knife fighting. He was going the fuck down. <laughs> and it took me a few times to beat Lazarevich. Yeah, that was a tough boss fight. It's it was yes, it was. Well, the thing about the, that game was that it's easy to, in the Uncharted games to get caught on the environment. <laughs> like sometimes you'll you'll get behind cover when you wanted to get behind another cover over there, and it, sometimes it's it's easy to get caught on the environment. And with Lazarevich chasing you, like. You know, that was, that was, it was kind of a long boss fight, and, you know, if he caught you a few times, you, you know... You were done. Yeah, you were done. So, I think if maybe, if the area hadn't, hadn't been as cluttered as it was, um, I think it would have been a little bit easier. But, I mean, it's not like you're running through a small, tiny hallway and crawling through space. I mean, it was, there was room to run, but it would, you know, you were in, like, a, a tree, and there were roots on the ground, and there were rocks, and you couldn't climb on a whole lot of stuff, so it, it made a difference. See, I, I I was a little pissed off in three when he lost his necklace. <laughs> you uh, your um, your your bling, your your focus on the bling. Well, no, I mean the 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 ring and the necklace. I mean that was such a that was the reason why Drake was going after all the stuff. I mean because of it, you know he thought he was. Related to Sir Francis Drake, and you know that was his motivation, and then now he's lost it. So, but I mean, we're, we're getting a little off topic with the. Well, I mean, we're the, talking. I mean, we're talking about a game here on on the list, and obviously, it was a PlayStation Three game, so it's it's greatly affected. You know, and and and, and, and see, that's that. I said that before, and uh, Yield kind of agreed with me. These kind of stories you could not get on the PS2. I, I see. I and and to go back to the PS2. You know, the graphics now in, in today's standards weren't that great. But I remember going back and playing uh, Metal Gear Solid 1. And that's the game that I remember that you went from a video game and it all of a sudden they started putting real-life movies in the game. And you were able to, you know, flip back and forth. And I remember thinking when that happened, I was like... Wow, you know, this is the the technology that we have nowadays. And then when you fought Psycho Mantis and you had to flip the controller. Read your memory card. Yeah, and it read your memory card. I was like, holy shit, this is where we're at now? I mean, I, I, you know, it's things like this that I never, you know, you the, the average person doesn't think of like, okay, this is something they can do. But, you know, they turn around and go, Okay, this is what we can. They show you what they can do, and you're like, "Holy shit, this is where we're at!" And, and it blows my mind. I mean, that's why I'm saying, like, to me, it's the PS2 was the point of, "Holy shit, this is what we can do," where the PS3 was, "Holy shit, now we can get into deep stories." So it's like that big jump is where it's, it's where it's got me torn. Two of them, they were, they were, they were just, both of them in their own right were humongous jumps in technology as far as gaming goes at the point. And I, I, I don't know where I stand. Yeah, I mean, well, it, 
you know, each console generation, you know, you look at the PlayStation 2 from the Super Nintendo. Or no, sorry, the PlayStation, the original PlayStation from the and the N64 from the Super Nintendo and the and the Genesis era. You know, that's that's a huge jump. Huge. I mean, with each generation, we've typically yeah. seen a very huge jump. But you know, I, I I don't think we can say that so much with the PlayStation. I mean, I don't own a PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. But the idea that I get is, you know, while the graphics may be better and then the processing may be faster and more powerful. It's not as big of a jump as we've seen in recent years. Well, no, oh, I, I, yeah, absolutely. And, I agree and, with that, that. and that was the discussion that we had leading up before the reveal of the four and the one was was how much more can they go? Because sooner or later you're gonna like Tricky has, has been fond of saying sooner or later you're gonna catch up to where we're at. There's only so much you know the computer chips can do, so much people can get out of them, so much the TVs can show you. That eventually you're gonna you're gonna hit a roof, and and every like you were saying, Alex, every generation there has been a, a jump. The NES to the Super, to the 64, to the uh, the PlayStation, the one, the, or the yeah, the PlayStation, the two, the three, and now the four. Sooner or later, we're gonna hit that ceiling, which it seems like we're about there. You're not gonna get that huge graphical jump anymore now. Like, 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 as in what Tricky was saying, from the three and on, what we're going to get you in is more immersive, deeper gripping stories, because now we have the capability to do it. And see, and from the three to the four, it the the graphics jump wasn't that big. What it, what the jump was was. It, uh, I, I, I hate to phrase it this way, but it was a background jump where the games were able to process more. So as you're playing Grand Theft Auto, instead of a hundred people walking down the street, now you could have a thousand people walking down that well, street. And, and also you can have the what, and, Go ahead. Okay. But what I was what I was gonna say is while that may not seem like um you know you know, somebody turns around and says well, I don't want a thousand people walking down the street. That's not what I'm I'm referencing. I'm just saying now we have the the technology to do that, and if they take that technology and they make movements a little bit more lifelike. I mean, because let's let's go back to Uncharted for a second. While Uncharted looks great, you can kind of see that Drake runs in kind of like the same way. And if he twists and turns, he doesn't twist the way a, a a body would, or his ankle might not turn in that direction. You know, it's it's stuff like that that they're able to put more resources in certain directions. Where everybody was like, from the jump from the PlayStation One to the PlayStation Two to the PlayStation Three, it was always graphics. Holy shit, I, it's so much clearer. The PlayStation Three and the PlayStation Four wasn't that big of a jump. It was the technology behind it. That everybody liked, and uh, what I, I I wanted to say something before, and I just forgot it. It was it's while everybody's sitting there weren't worrying about the 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 graphics and whatnot. Oh, that's what it was. With the PlayStation Three, it's been scientifically proven that the human eye cannot even detect between seven twenty and. Uh, yeah, 720? Yeah, 720 and 1080. The human eye can't even detect the difference. But we have those fights of, oh, well, this is in 720 and this is in 1080. 
fuck that shit. That's not what this is about. This is about, you know, uh, oh, and people bitch about 60 frames or 30 frames. Who the fuck cares about that shit? What, what I care about is, is the game fun? Am I being told a great story? And that's what's important to me. And that's why I'm excited about technology. And that's why I'm so torn about the PS2 to the PS3 is because the PS2 was the start of telling us an immersive story with the Metal Gear series. And then the PlayStation 3 was, holy shit, we got The Last of Us. That's where it sticks with me. So what you're saying is basically it's more of refining what we've already set in place as opposed to making groundbreaking changes as, say, the 64 did from the, the Super Nintendo and the PlayStation, uh, the original PlayStation did. Yeah, because the, the whole thing is, is like, okay, Super Nintendo, I, I, I'm, I, I'm hesitant to say, but I would say Super Nintendo was really my favorite system of all time. I, you know, I think that's a fan. I, I think it's a fantastic console, and I think you can definitely argue that. Okay, but but see, and I say, and I say, I say that with hesitation, only because of the fact that <clears throat> I'm quite fond know, of the as this, Well, I mean, well, I'm, what I'm what I'm trying to point out is that you know we're sitting here talking about the you know the difference between the the PS2 library and the PS3 library and it was and this question was brought on because which had the greater library the Super Nintendo in its essence i think had a better library overall compared to its time where the PS2 at its core and at the peak of where the PS2 was i think they had a better library than what the Super Nintendo had but if you look at the two cores at the same time, it, it's it, it throws you up. And see, and this, and just to use the analogy, comparing the the Super Nintendo at its core and the PS2 at its core is kind of like trying to say Ali and Tyson at their primes, them fighting. You really can't do it. So I, I want to kind of point out here, we've kind of gotten off a little bit off track, but I think in a way we're kind of comparing hardware because when we talk about the jumps that they've made, I think that we're getting away from the software and we're talking about more about the capabilities of the system. Well, I think that I, to me, I mean, I think that's important to talk about because if, if the, the the software wasn't able to be where it's where it's at – then I think that comes into play. I mean, at least in my personal opinion. Well, like, okay, we'll give an example here. Like, the original Mega Man games and Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. A couple of my, some of my favorite games on the, the NES. And, you know, those games technically are not as, I mean, obviously, needless to say, are not as powerful as a PlayStation 3 game. Say, Uncharted or Mass Effect. Or, like, that, okay, Mass, the original Mass Effect was on the Xbox. Mass Effect 2, there we go. Um, but Mega Man 3, I would take Mega Man 3 over Mass Effect 2 or 3 any day. And I, I think that while technical capabilities are important, I don't think it's necessarily the most vital thing for a game itself. No, and I think because when we talk about you, you, which, you need which good... game library is better... 
when we talk about which game library is better, it's just which which games resonate most with you and which did you have most fun playing and what was the better overall experience. Yield, Yield we're positive for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I'm I'm waiting to see if I have something to say. I, I... <laughs> Yeah. I don't know where to, I, I don't know where to go after that. Well, I mean, I, to Alex's point, I mean, see, the, did I have more fun with the PS2 games because that's where the storytelling really started be going, or did I have more fun with the PS3 games because not only were they graphically better. But the stories got so more immersive. Well, see, and I, I don't, I don't know how to answer that. Well, I really see, don't. See, here's where I'm at, and I was just thinking about this while you guys were talking. Since I never got to say anything about my one topic that we were talking about earlier, I'm not going back there. Um, oh, please go back, go back. No, the PS2 was more. Was more couch, was more uh, couch co-op, so to speak, and and I'm not saying that as in. As in, there were more couch co-op games, but there was more games. You'd go over to a buddy's house and you'd pass the controller and and, and and play the same game. Now with the PS3, the PS4, we're all we all sit at home and, and we'll play online together. But they've kind of gone away from from those types types of games. They're 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 more they're more single player, but they're 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 single player to the point of you don't necessarily want to play them to pass the controller. Does that make sense? And, and when you're just, yes, it makes sense. I'm sorry. <laughs> and when you're describing of of how much fun did you have? I mean, I've had a lot of fun playing these three games. Don't get me wrong, but I got a lot of fond memories of sitting over at friend's house on the PS2. And playing a game and, oh, I died or crashed. Okay, here, now it's your turn. You try to get past it. Oh, no, 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 go here, go here, go here. So. Oh, I mean, okay, not to go topic again, but that's kind of what the show is about. Uh, didn't you just recently post the videos or somebody post a video of you at your brother's house playing Mario Kart and all that interaction and whatnot? That kind of leads to what you were just saying, right? Yeah. Well, I, I also I also have to point out that uh, little brother beat overall bested his his big brother. Isn't that isn't that right there, Yield? Yes, yes. Uh, currently, I'm on an 0 for seven skid on Rainbow Road. So which, Homer gets which, duffed. Which, which to which to our listeners, Rainbow Road on any Mario Kart has been my track. I I got like a ninety percent, if not greater. Winning percentage. I, I own Rainbow Road, but the last seven races, my brother has beat me. Legit. So I that's, that's okay. Uh, he, he, he asked me that. Sorry, sorry. I just had to rub that in. No, right. you know uh, uh, Homer I'm, mentioned I'm, that to me. He, he wanted Homer wanted us to mention that on the show, so I had to do it at uh, at some point. Oh no, that's all right. He, he, why not, he was, why not on, uh, he, he was he was bugging me last weekend. Uh, how come you haven't said anything on the show? I said because I'm not going to say anything on the show about it. 
Well, leave, leave it to us to do to do that. Oh no, that's okay. I can hey, I can admit I got owned. So, as I'm kind of, I've talked about my my kind of issues, not issues with gaming, but my kind of apathy when it comes to gaming these days. I'm not really interested by a whole lot that's coming out. I, I do kind of want to play Costume Quest 2, but for me, there's not a whole lot on the next generation of consoles, the Xbox One and the, and the PlayStation 4, that gets me excited now. So you I'm can. kind of looking at the PlayStation 3 as kind of my sunset to gaming. Um, and maybe that's kind of – maybe I'm acting a little prematurely there and talking a little prematurely because, as Tricky said before we started recording, that – Oh, he'll he'll get a show, or he'll get a, a PlayStation Four eventually, and I might. But yeah, I, Uncharted you know, Four is a, is only about a year away, and Arkham Knight look is at, looking pretty but, sweet. But when I look at the when when I look at what games have affected me the most, it's been you know my most PlayStation Two was probably the time in my life when I gamed the heaviest. That was I had a PlayStation Two in college. It was at the end of high school. I mean, that's that was really when I became a like I well I, I the sixty four I had the PlayStation the sixty four and the PlayStation at the same time. So I shouldn't say when I became a gamer, but it's when I gamed most heavily. But for me, like when I when I think of what has affected me the most, I look back to the original Capcom's Mega Man's on Nintendo, which I look at more fondly than any other Mega Man games, even Mega Man X series. On the Super Nintendo, and I look at playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Turtles in Time with my stepbrother on Super NES, and playing Double Double Dragon, Super Double Dragon on the Super NES, and playing Super Punch Out on on Super NES. And then I, you know, I, I think to the end here, because you know they say like if you if you read like a list of people, what they'll remember is the beginning and the end, not necessarily the middle. And I remember the PlayStation Three games. I remember the PlayStation 2 games well, as my favorites well as well. Um, that's a whole lot of wells in one sentence. But the PlayStation <laughs> 3, you, you know, I look at the... But I look at, you know, the, the early games in my life, some of the NES games and the Super NES games, and, you know, they grew, they had more of an impact on me than I think as I was, I was growing and developing than uh, the PlayStation 2 games maybe had or, you know, the 64 and PlayStation games. And then I just look at the games that are coming out for the PlayStation 3, and I say, for me, those games, because, you know, the characters were more real and because the stories were, were better, and yes, they were still fun to play, and, you know, I could play a game like Pixel Junk sh- Shooter and Pixel oh, Junk Side Scroller, which are very old-school type games, and I could play the Uncharted so I can get my big story games and my, my realistic games, and I can just get my fun arcade games like... You know, whether it be a racing game like Split Seconds or whether it be Pixel Junk Side Scroller. I mean, I could get both of those on the PlayStation 3, and I just feel like the quality of the games and the stories and the wide and the variety of games that I can get on the PlayStation 3, to me, kind of puts it over the PlayStation 2. Because you look at a game like Psychonauts, and, you know, that was a game that, you know, Majesco published it, I think. For the PlayStation, the, the PlayStation Two, because originally it was going to be an Xbox exclusive, and you know after that, Majesco kind of they stopped. They started publishing more of the cooking game, cooking mama games, I think, for Nintendo. And 
you know, you see Double Fine come in, into the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 era with Brutal Legend. And then after that, the, the you know, it, EA publishes it, and you've got then Double Fine moving in response to the disappointing sales for Brutal Legend into a downloadable space. And they could not have made that leap into the downloadable space on the PS2. In fact, if that had happened on the PS2, it, granted, they wouldn't have probably spent as much money as they did on Boot Religion if they were on the PS2. But they could have never transitioned to do downloadable games. And at that point, is Double Fine done? Uh, we're getting into capabilities again, but I mean, th- what I really want to get across is my favorite games for the PlayStation 3. And that's really all that matters is your your top games for the for the, this system because you know I liked some games that I've played I like the Lego games that I played for the PS3 but at the end of the day eh, I, I'm not going to sit in here and and praise them and dote on them for minutes and minutes and minutes as the way we would The Last of Us and God of War three and Bioshock and all those games what I really want to get across is like the top games for the PlayStation three I adore more than I do the top games for the PS2. And that's why I basically just look at the top games, my favorite games, and I say, you know, of this list, which are the ones that I I, I, find, I think of more fondly? And it, it, it sways towards the PlayStation 3. And that's really, at the end, what makes the decision for me. So, right, so Tricky, let me, let me ask you. If you had to name your top ten favorite games, and if you can't name ten, your top five favorite games... Try with 10. What's your 10 favorite? Of all time. Yes. Number one, The Legend of Zelda on the NES. Okay. Um, Agreed. I, I have fond memories of Metal Gear Solid 1, uh, also with 4. Um... I'm just trying to. I I ha I have good memories of playing Mario Brothers with my brother and my sister when we were younger, but the, I, that's not my favorite games. See, and th- this is where I get twisted with this is because I remember games being good because of the social interaction with them. But they were really good games. So I, 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 I'm. What was that? So, okay. Hold on here. Let, well, let me see here. Let me see here. There's, there's Zelda. There's, Mar- <coughs> there's Mario Brothers. Uh, Hogan's Alley. Uncharted. Uncharted Two. Last of Us. Red Dead Redemption. Uh, Red Dead, uh, Gun, Mario Kart, uh, Sky Odyssey. What was that racing game that Rockstar made for the PS2? Midnight Club. No, 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 no. It was before that. Smuggler's Run. That was that. That was fun. I don't know if it'd be my favorite. Uh, see, I know I'm missing some games. I've covered. Oh, Rogue Squadron. Definitely got to have that in there. 
so Sky, Sky Odyssey, is that a PS2 game? Sky Odyssey was a PS2 launch game. It was not the greatest, but it was absolutely a blast. You can ask Homer Good Stuff, The Brain 76. It was a blast to sit around and and couch co-op and sit there and play. It was it it didn't get good reviews. People tanked it. I will be the one to stand on my soapbox and go, I want that type of game to come back. It was fun. It took us six hours to get through the first board. Well, okay, so Yield, by my count, you named more PS2 games than PS3 games. I did. But I, I think a lot of that so is I, I think s- I think a lot of that is because of, of the couch co-op. I, if you if you want me to give my answer of which of the two I think has a better library, the three does because of 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 all the games that I've played, and I'm just like you have got to play these games because they're all good games. But I have but to, to sit back, I mean, I could have. I was trying to keep my list to ten and, and and go all generations, but what I find fun, like tricky. The reason I ask you this question, tricky, is to determine how many games if you know would sway. You're trying to see if I would if I would mention more PS2 or more PS3 games. And it's funny because we know how much you love the Metal Gear Solid series, but you didn't. You mentioned Metal Gear Solid Four before two or three. Well, see, because I was two gonna, or three, I, I, I was going to mention. Go ahead. I was going to mention Metal Gear on this on the NES because that's where it all started. Well, see, a lot of, a lot of people. I mean, even like Donnie. Donnie didn't even realize that. Donnie didn't know that the PS2 started the, uh, the solid. Uh, you know, he thought the PS2 right. Metal Gear had two two games on the NES. And then it jumps ship to Sony. All right, folks, we're uh, we're gonna play Kurt Sutter here. We're gonna throw a curveball at you. We're gonna throw a little surprise your way because we got we're back in full force. Stormfronts here. The the bad clouds are a brewing because uh, the apocalypse is coming. We got Donnie D with us. <laughs> I like how you say the whole name, Donnie D, like a pimp name slip back. You gotta say the whole word. Well, I can say the your government name if you want me to. I can go really. Nah, nah, there. nah. See, see, you said, you're not hearing me. I said Donnie D. <laughs> you know, like a tribe called Quest. The I, whole I thing. I do know a tribe called <laughs> Quest. All right, now Donnie, we've been kind of mulling over this topic for a little while here, close to an hour, and we've talked about a few games specifically, and we've kind of gone off the rails. But, you know, we just want to know, like, kind of what's your opinion here, PS2 versus the PS3 library? What's what's going on in Donnie's head with that? Okay, I just want to say, when we talk about stuff like this, I always love to go on the underdog games. Those games that nobody ever knew about until they walked, that, walked past that $10 or under bin at, well, at GameStop or something. Those dogs are you like. You could say Walmart. Yeah, I was. <laughs> those those games are like hidden gems that people just overlook because there's no been no advertisement oh, for them and there's no demo, been no talk for them. But those are some demolition racer for yeah, the uh, PS1 some was good, perfect example. Yeah, yeah, I played that and it was a good game. That was a good and, racing game. 
to to really just answer just that question alone, uh, I still have to go off. I say Station Two's library is better because of that. I haven't come across too many underdog uh, Station Three games, so I would I want to give mine to the Station Two. All right. Well, let me. I ask this question to Tricky and and Yield as well. Donnie, when you think about your favorite games of all time, give me say ten. Shoot, dang, that's a big number, man. That's a, that's like that's real broad right there. You know, if you if you I mean like you know, oh, think you were, about your favorite games, it it shouldn't be really that hard to do. I mean, they should just well, pop off your mouth. I mean, like Ocarina of Time, Super Punch Out, Mega Man it, it, Three, The Last of Us, Bioshock, okay. Infinite, Shadow of the Colossus. All right, it's yeah, it's really not that hard, and I, I, I this is no way in order, but there are going to be different us uh, consoles involved here. Well, that's fine. I did. And the same first thing. of all, I just got to say, okay, well, first, well, of course, Metal Gear because it's Metal Gear. I, I love that. God of War and um, Jack and Daxter Station Two, uh, a underdog game that people don't uh, know about. It's, a, it's called Kaya, Kaya, I believe. The dang, it's a subtitle to it. Kaya the Something Legacy, but it's a real fun game. Um, shoot, Kingdom Hearts. So, yeah, I don't even know why I had to think about that one. Kingdom Hearts. Shoot, Dragon Ball Z Final Bout. It's a Japanese imported fighting game from Dragon Ball Z which I had to modify my my Station 1 in order to play it and I still had to modify a version <laughs> and Tomb Raider yes I got. I have to go back Tomb Raider when it first came out that, you talk, all you that, talk about PS2 Tomb Raider or the, no, the relaunch sta- version no I'm, talking, I'm going back to Station 1 Tomb Raider I when that game came out, oh, that was good. Yeah, yeah, when that when that game came out, the original Tomb Raider, that was like they broke they broke walls, they broke barriers with that. She was like the first iconic female, and I'm not looking at it because at that point because I really didn't care about females too. I mean, females. <laughs> I really didn't care about games too much until the Station Two era, but that you know, and uh, ah. Super Mario World 64, or is it just Super Mario 64? Mario 64. Donnie is keeping true with his word, and he's got more PS2 games than PS3 games. Mm, so, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm more for PS3. I'd say the PS3, and again, this is a subjective question. At the end of the day, it's what games had the most effect on you, it's going to determine which console you would you would pick, and and both both consoles are you know I would say with, they're two of my favorite consoles ever. I, I think that I would say Super Nintendo, PlayStation Two, and PlayStation Three are all in that top three. That's not the right. That's not the exact order, but I think I think they're when look at the game libraries, they're all up there. And so PlayStation Two and PlayStation Three, I I, I have so many fond memories of so many games from both those consoles. That it's and, and this is why I picked the topic because it's not a clear cut answer. It's not like oh, you know, it's not like I'm asking which is better, the NES or the Virtual Boy. And I don't think it's going to be a cut, a cut answer. I think it's all going to fall under 
what were your favorite games, basically. Yeah, it's, it's very subjective. It's not, like I said, it's yeah. not like a calculus equation. It's it's your opinion. But, so Donnie's more for PS2. I'm more for PS3. Yield and, and Tricky, we gotta we got to come up with something here. What are you fellas thinking? I mean, I believe that earlier Yield said the PlayStation 3. He would he would give the tilt I'm, to the PlayStation 3 yeah, games overall. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm tilting more towards 3. I mean, although I could probably sit here and rattle off a bunch of of not as popular PlayStation 2 games that I played and had absolutely a ton of fun sitting on, you know, friends' couches and and playing them. But for for as game-wise that make you want to sit down for hours on end and, what you know, one more time, I, I got to find out what's going on next. The, the, the 3 really, really brings it together with, with your storytelling and everything else. So that's okay. two in favor of the PS3, one in favor of the PS2, unless Yield did something to change Donnie's opinion. No, I could I'm glad you said that. Because I was going to ask you, are y'all going off... Oh, excuse me. Hold on. I had a piece of um, Donnie, Donnie crust forgot, in my mouth. Donnie forgot he was eating a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eating a sandwich. I was going to... I was going to ask you, what, how are y'all judging this? How how are y'all independently we're, going about we're basically, choosing we're basically it? Well, that, that's, at the mouth. That's how we're well, judging see, this. That, that's where we're at with this is because I started opinion. off by saying that it, it's, if, you, if you talk about like the jump, because the jump from the PS1 to the PS2 was the graphics, and the the jump from PS2 to PS3 was the storytelling. So it's 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 kind of... It, it it all has to do. I mean, to, at least to me, and I don't want to speak for anybody else. To me, it has to do with where did you find the most fun? Because you know, in the email that Alex sent out, you know, there was more games on the PS2 than the PS3 that scored above ninety on Metacritic. But then again, we also established that just because the game scores higher doesn't mean that it's a good game, so to speak, or just or because it didn't game. score 90 does not make it... Yeah, it, just because it didn't score 90 doesn't mean it's a bad game. I, I think I need to make the point that I was not going to sit there and type out every game that scored 80 or above on the PlayStation 2 <laughs> because that would and be nor, nor would you should. It's a, it's a small <laughs> subsection of the entire games list, I, I admit. So, okay, so I'm just getting... Because I... I I was just trying to figure out were y'all just going off just library alone, or yeah, y'all was, just it go was just games library. We're not really talking about the hardware so much, although the hardware can have an effect on the quality of games. It's basically just what you thought of the software, because at the end of the day, that's what defines how you look at a console. Now, well, I think Donnie okay. hates this topic. I can tell. Yeah, I, 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 I'm now. I, I was really kind of like, damn, I want to be on this episode. Yeah, when I when I talked to Donnie again, <laughs> when I talked to Donnie earlier about doing the show tonight, he was like, I really want to be there. Now he's here. He has nothing to say. Yeah, I'm like, now nah, I'm not really feeling it now. <laughs> like because, in my opinion, going off just the library alone, it has to be the station two. It just gotta be. But, but why? If y'all but want, why? If you be, do you think be, the, do you think the two had better games or you just had better fun with it? No, but I mean, I mean, this library because when I I misunderstood the the question because I'm thinking when you say library, I'm thinking like well, I didn't say library. The, I mean, library of games. <laughs> 
I'm thinking like, how many games does the Station Two actually have? Actually have over Station Three? I, I mean, the, and, and here's I the thing: is I, and I, I think it's also worth noting this as well that the PS3 library is not finished yet. Well, I, I made that point earlier. Yeah, it's it's not. But as far as right now, it's not. I still but it think is. that just going off the library. Yeah, but the library Station Two had more games. But yeah, but if you want to go off the game itself being a factor in this, I have to give it still the station. Dang, that's a hard one too because yes, it is better storytelling, but Station Two also had those underdog games that yeah, told see, good stories see that, and came out with sequels. We'll see, we'll see what what what. Well, like, I mean, I, would you? Alex said that I and I mean, Station Three. I, I was, I, and listen, my game. I'm sorry to cut you up, but Station Three. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Enlisting my games, I had more. I had I had several more twos and threes, and it's just system wise. But I going from stories and impact, I went with three. But but for for fun wise, I, I you know like like Donnie's alluding to. That's I I would have to go with the two because of hanging around with friends and playing them. You know I I can, I can make a strong case for the GameCube. But we're not talking GameCube, so. Go ahead, I, I also wanted to mention that, yeah, I also wanted to mention that the Station Three, in my opinion, didn't have. Shoot, it was virtually no underdog games. Well, okay, yeah. when you, you say underdog games, like games that you, good games that you can get out of clearance on the on a PS, no, like, in a, in a little, like a PS2 rack, but like. Aren't indie dogs like? Isn't that definition of like an underdog game an indie game like made by yeah, these small well, teams that don't have big budgets behind them and don't have big marketing campaigns and corporations oh, behind them? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Let me see if I can find a better word. I guess because even in the Station Three's era, I, I, those games are getting uh, uh, notarized. People, they're getting uh, noticed. Produced, yeah, noticed. You heard of these games, whether people played them, whether people talk about them later on, whether people, yeah, pe- played them or talked about them. You know about these games being in existence. Station 2 had a lot of games that you didn't even know existed. And then when you come across them in the, uh, in the, the bargain bin, you were like, and then you take a chance on it. You're like, wait, what the heck? This game is good. Where's part two at? So, but Donnie, let me. I think the the phrase you're looking for is hidden gems. Yes, hidden gems. I dig for. Yes, like I, I wish I remembered the whole title to this game. It's called Kaya, Kaya the Something Legacy, and that game. And this, that's not the only underdog game I did. Oh, they just yeah, they brought one underdog game to light, which was um, it was they just made it a HD remake not too long ago with the the chick with. To take pictures beyond good and evil, that was not too many people heard of that until they made it a remake and a HD remake, and that it was, was, it was a, a cult, good game. It was a cult classic after the uh, well, it was on the PS2 after it came out, but it didn't, you know, it, it got certainly more press once the remake, and, and p- p- more people probably played it. I was one of the people who didn't play it on the PS2, and I was like, oh, okay, well that game's coming out. I've heard a lot about it. You know, over the years, let's let's see what it's about. But I, but I think that just because you you know you have these hidden gems that you can find in a bin at Best Buy, 
I think that just because one console had some of those and another console doesn't have those because of the 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 pre- like how many blogs there are, the diffusion of blogs and news sites and media all over the place, I don't think that makes the game layer very better. So I think it's a, it's an it's an, a, a non argument. Yeah. I mean, you. Could, I mean, I, it's, I, I get what you're saying about the PS2. You, you're more fond of the PS2 games, but I think saying that because the system has, you know, more games or those you could find, you know, like those games weren't as heavily publicized. I think that's kind of. I don't think that really well, separates the two. I think I think I'm misunderstanding my statement, and I think I might be confusing myself <laughs> I because think you, I, I think you don't because, understand what you're saying. Yes, because I'm I'm having a heck of a lot of fun with the Station Three games, and that's yes, and that's due to the fact that it's story. Like the well, story is well, Donnie, the story is more dynamic, but I don't want to put that on. Donnie, that's take that away. That's something that we've talked about is how this you know. There was a leap in storytelling abilities from the PlayStation 2 to the PlayStation 3 where now we're getting movie and book quality stories on the PlayStation 3, stories you couldn't – and characters you couldn't get on the PS2. And as someone who appreciates story, you know, does that not – do you not think that that gives the edge to the PlayStation 3 because we have those games that are on par with other art forms? I think you you need to rephrase this whole question. (laughs) All right, well – so so tricky. We've kind of we kind of gathered that Don, how Donnie's yield and Eileen. I'm confused. Donnie, Donnie says PS. What else is new with Donnie being confused? <laughs> but tricky. Where you've you've you, we've kind of talked this out, and you maybe you don't have a clear cut answer because even if you don't have a clear cut answer, there's still three of us that have given answers. So that would kind of sway it to the PS3. Now, I'm not saying, you know, make it a tie or, you know, make it more in favor of the PS3. But, you know, we, what kind of – what would you say? Which one are you leaning to? If someone was holding the gun to your head and said, you have to answer this question or I'm going to pistol whip you with the butt of this gun because we don't want anybody to get shot. Um, except, station except, two Don, ha- except Donnie's kneecaps. Station 2 didn't have as many um, – PG thirteen games, PG thirteen games, then Session three had. Well, well, let's let's not let's put Tricky on the spot here, and he's because if not, we can. I'm sure we can always get the goddess on here, and she could answer this question. What what are they in the video game world? Rated E for for everybody for everyone. (laughs) Rated E for elements. If, If I had to give you an answer right now, and you do. I'm gonna well, say, yeah, you have to, Triggy. Why you say if? <laughs> I'm going to say PS3. And I'm going to say PS3 because it allows you to have the experience of playing PS2 games as well. No, no, you can't use that. That's cheating. No, 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 no. No it, loopholes it, it, here. No, no, no. no. It, it, it is a loophole. But no. I'm going to say PS3 because... I can I can honestly remember sitting down and getting immersed in games a lot more on the PS3 than I ever did on the PS2. But it also goes back to the point I was making with Yield earlier is I've also have the ability to sit down and get immersed in video games more 
now than I did 10 years ago. So if I had to make a decision right now, I would say PS3 for the sole reason of I was more immersed in games, had a better understanding of games, and I could really relate to a lot of things. I mean, even to the point where you were talking about The Last of Us as – and I think you made a good point that if you play The Last of Us not as a parent and if you play as a parent, you – Evoke different emotions. What? Wait, wait a minute. Why y'all jump into some dang on psychology shrink type stuff now? <laughs> Donnie, you have to go back. And, <laughs> Donnie, you're gonna have to go back and listen to the start of the show to understand what we're talking about. No, I understand what you're talking about right now, and I can t- comment on that right now. Also, you mean to tell me I matured more than before y'all did? Because I matured on the station too. <laughs> I'm not saying mature. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying I, I had the ability to sit down and get immersed in games. Metal Gear Solid 4, I played that game start to finish the day I got it. I don't remember ever being immersed in the story that much on the PS2. And now granted, that's one game out of the library. Metal Gear? Yeah, what? So, so Donnie, oh, okay, my bad. That's the Station 1. Donnie, station I, I kind of want to make a point where, you know, you said you matured, you know, on the PS2. You're more mature now than you were when you played the PlayStation 2. He's, wait, more, wait. he's more mature now than he was on Trophy Horse 1. <laughs> no, I'm saying that because I played, we all played Nintendo. I'm talking about 1984 Nintendo. We all played Sega. We all played Super Nintendo. And back then, we were nowhere near the gamers that we were now. We just wanted a controller in our hand. That's all we wanted to do. Just mash buttons and look at the different colors change on the TV screen. When the Station 2 era came, I was understanding what I was playing and I, and I took time out to like get in deep into the story. Like I bought strategy guys then and as I got like towards the end of the Station 2 era, I still bought strategy guys, but I bought them for, I wanted to get more background on the, on the characters themselves. I wanted to learn more about the games that, the characters that I'm playing. And I'm, I'm enjoying these games a whole lot more. Like I will buy, I bought the Metal Gear 4, uh, strategy guy and it is so much like background info on almost everybody that you come in contact in the Metal Gear universe in that book. And, and and I love reading that about the characters and the strategy guys. And you say you starting just now, Metal Gear Four getting in, immersed with games like that. I'm like, come on, y'all had to get immersed with games on the Station Two like that. Jack and Daster, come on, y'all had to get into that. Well, the Precursor I, Legacy. Well, see, that's the thing is, I, I'm just all I'm saying is. Metal Gear Solid 4 was the first time I remember buying a game, starting to play it, losing track of time because of the gameplay, the story. I was so immersed into the world that nothing else existed. I didn't, I didn't get up to smoke a cigarette. I, you know, I barely got up to use the bathroom only when my bladder was hurting so bad that I couldn't hold it anymore. It, so it, you didn't do that with Metal Gear One, even though that's a, I, no, I, I know that's a I Station didn't. One era, but you didn't do that with Metal Gear One. No, 
Metal Gear 1, Seriously. I was able to break it up with. Metal well, Gear 4 was the first time that I... And, and I think more of it was because of the hype of playing the first three games to get to the end of 4 to find out how it ended. That... But I, I have to give it to PS3. I think PS3, the 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 jump in the the graphics and the jump in the storytelling, I think was was the what solidified the fact that the PS3 had a better library and was going to have a better library than the PS2 ever could. Okay, Alice, you need to change this question to which quality. Library was better, the quality of the library, because once again, this question still, to me, I'm still getting how, which system have more games than the other system? That's what I'm getting out of it. So I think the way we're talking right now, I think this question needs to be rephrased to which system had the more or the best quality. Well, that's what we're talking library. about. Well, that's, that's we're, exactly what we're, we're talking we're, about, Don. That's, like, that's exactly what we're talking about is the quality of it. You're just adding more words, unnecessary words into the, into the question. Okay, well, I got here kind of late, but the, I did, but the original question, it sounds like which, like, which system has the, the biggest library. No, that's a pretty short podcast because it's like this system has this many games. This system has this. Well, no, we're done for well, spoilers. It, the question, it, the question the case, was: If that's the case, the NES wins, and we're done. <laughs> the, the question was: Which has had the better library, the PS2 or the PS3? That was the question that, that was posed. That wasn't the question back when we uh, first established this. Yes. Uh, that's was what I it? believe it was. That's exactly was the it? question was. Oh, man. Okay. I'm just all the way. <laughs> Donnie's had a rough day. Do, do, yes, Donnie, I did. Would Donnie like to rethink I'm, his question or rethink his answer? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm still sticking with my... Uh, Stick, with my, with But, yeah, I did have a rough day. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm sticking with the two. I, I'm coming from... Uh, a little girl having a sleepover with two friends that didn't shut up until after 2.30 and then had to get up to take her to her game and then take her to another little thing that she had to go to. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I still want to stick with the... Dang, I still want to stick with the station too. It, right. To me, those, those under... Those... those those hidden gems to me are is is what's taking it to me, taking it for me. All right, so you all right there, man? So nah, this, my medicine's starting to act so, up on so me. So listeners, we kind of heard what we think. Uh, you've heard us ramble on the subject for probably far too long, longer than you ever thought you would. <laughs> my bad, people. I came in like you're fine. <laughs> so what we're gonna do is we're gonna throw the question to you now. And if you guys want to contact us on Twitter, you know, send your, your tweets to us at Twitter. Uh, you can contact, there's uh, at Trophy Horse, at Proven Gamer. You got Donnie, who's at Yun Twist. You got I Yield to No One, who's at I Yield to No One. Tricky Mick, who's at Tricky Mick. And then you got me, at Sonosaurus Rex. So if you, you know, you guys want to shoot us a message or tweet at us, you know, we'd love to hear it. Or if you want to call us and leave us a message... And we can, you know, maybe add it into the show with uh, kind of a quick little, uh, this is my opinion blurb. You know, we'd be happy to do that. Donnie, what's the uh, what's the, the, the phone number for the show? 330-PROVEN-9. 330-776-8369. I know you tried to get me because you know we don't got agendas for this. 
No, but you just <laughs> burned into your memory forever. Yes, it is. That's, that's one of the three numbers I can remember now without it being in my contest. Like, I got my mom, my pops, and proving it now. <laughs> Priorities, Donnie. You got them. <laughs> the only was everybody else, I just look for their name in the number. I mean, in my phone, and I just push it. <laughs> uh, Alright, so we're going to wrap this up And uh, as usual uh, We're going to thank you guys for listening We appreciate you all very much That goes without saying because I, As I always say We're not the four horsemen Without you guys And we're not the we're, Trophy horse is really for you all So, so thank you for listening Let's, uh, We're going to do some, some shout outs Um Oh, no, 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 no shout outs. Fine, no shout outs. Well, <laughs> I just want to say, look, I just want to say, peace out until next time, um, six months from now. Oh, and oh. Here's, here's something. Let's, uh, if you guys have a, a game or a topic you want us to cover on spoilers, then, uh, then definitely tweet at us and, uh, uh, call in the show and suggest it. You know, we want, we want to hear that stuff. Uh, make comments on provengamer.com on this post. So, yes, and as, as, as always with, um, as with Trophy Whores, if you listen on iTunes uh, or on Stitcher, give us a rating. We are on Stitcher, right, with um, PG mm-hmm. Spoilers? Mm-hmm. You can't answer yes, me, Yes. I, I answer for you. I'm the, I'm the manager here. Calm down, Donnie D. So if you guys <laughs> you know, suggest what you guys want to hear about, because obviously we have a hard enough time figuring that out ourselves, because we all play different games – and, you know, we, we, we're on the same page sometimes, but we want to hear from you all. We want fan interaction. We want you guys to get more involved in the show. Don't be just a listener. Be an active participant in the show. And, you know, if you come up with a topic, we'll probably bring you on. Be an activist <laughs> of the show. Yeah. And, and push that push that uh, voicemail button, too, that's on the website before Tricky go back to the hospital. <laughs> High blood pressure of telling us the same thing over and over. <laughs> yes, on the right side of the page, ourprovinggamer.com, you can click on the tab that says leave the guys a voicemail and you can send us a message that way. Also. Uh, yeah, I, you know, Alex alluded to, you know, the fact that you put your comments in. We, we will do an updated show, uh, you know, a part two of the show where we leave your comments in there. And even if you bring up a point that the four of us feel like, oh, shit, well, you know what? We didn't even think about that aspect. We all got to get together and talk about it again. We'll bring you on, and we'll absolutely do this. I mean, PD Spoilers is for you guys. It's, you know, it's it's the four of us doing it now, but that's because Alex came up with a topic and said, you know what, let's talk about it. But if you come up with a topic, all you got to do is let one of us know, and I'll set it up, and you guys record it, and right after you're done, within an hour, it can be posted on the website. We'll bring you on and be like, who do you think you are telling us about our show? But don't Listen be- here. We've been doing this for a hundred... But just don't be like Donnie and show up an hour late and expect it, you know, to be right on topic. <laughs> Donnie didn't want to, Donnie started to say the number, but he couldn't remember. He forgot which number episode Trophy Wars was on. 183. I was just about to say that. Uh, all right, well, guys and guys and girls, we're going to get out of here for the, for the day. Uh, this has been another episode of PG Spoilers. Uh, as always, it's a shock and surprise we can actually release this. 
It's uh, it's Christmas <laughs> and Hanukkah come early. Uh, I guess we should say Christmas, Hanukkah, and Kwanzaa come early this year. Crazy or maybe this Kwanzaa. is Thanksgiving feast before we before we release another episode. Uh, hopefully we can get another one to you all soon. But as usual, thank you all for listening. We appreciate you all so much. I'm Alex, and we're going to get out of here. So we will see you all later. Happy Chelsea Peace out. Hashtag PG spoilers.